Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine who's on the buy side, and I, I thought all you guys knew this for all of you on the buy side, whether you work for a large institutional investor or for you know, sort of a smaller private wealth management shop. As it relates to share repurchases, stock buyback programs, speaking from someone who used to run a stock repurchase program for, for a publicly traded technology company. Share repurchases are a, a different game than they were 15, 20 years ago. So prior to the Fed taking interest rates down with the initial QE program back in, uh, in 2009, prior to that period, and I'm speaking mostly of uh, technology companies and, and software and services companies, my, my old universe, which is increasingly chewing up the world. You know, everybody's interested in technology companies these days. So prior to the 09 period, companies would often execute share purchase programs to offset dilution created by uh, their options programs. So as you issue options, it, it dilutes the share count. You buy back stock to offset that dilution. I remember Autodesk, uh, their former CFO, always talking about that on earnings calls and on investor days. And that was true of, of many companies. That changed. So I'll, I'll link to this in the, in the show notes, but we put out a piece in May, and I'm probably not going to update it until, until Feb, March, once everybody's finished reporting the calendar 2020. But what's happened since the Fed took interest rates down is that share buybacks have outpaced R&D. So as you've heard me talk on this podcast and write about at, at Tech Today, you know, I'm not a fan of technology companies executing buybacks. I'd rather see that capital go towards R&D and strategic M&A. And we, we, the chart I'll link to I forget how many companies we've looked at, but I just pulled out some of the, the, the big companies and put them in a chart. I pulled out Apple, Adobe, Facebook, Google, i.e. Alphabet, uh, Microsoft, and Oracle. And you can see that for the group, R&D outpaced share buyback spend for that group in the years 2010, 2011, and 2012. I, I, I went back to uh, 2010 was the first year we looked at. Then in 2013, you had a shift where Sherry purchase dollars outspent R&D R and D spend. In 2013, share buybacks were roughly for the group for the year, 40 billion, and R&D was 30 billion and change. And that gap has fluctuated over time, but the, the trend line for sure is share buyback dollars far outpace R&D dollars. For calendar 19, share buyback dollars, share buyback spend for that group of companies, Apple, Adobe, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Oracle, buyback spend was $148 billion in 2019, $148 billion in buyback spend, whereas in the same year, R&D spend was approximately $80 billion. And in 2020, I assume you'll see a similar trend. We, we, uh, Many companies paused buyback activity at the onset of COVID. So in that, that, that June quarter, many companies turned the, the buyback off and then they re-engaged in the September quarter right around the July time frame. I'm just thinking back to the September quarter calls. I remember a number of companies saying they started to uh, reinstitute buybacks beginning in, in July. And so what's happening is, is what, what, where interest rates have been so low for so long, and now, that, of course, they're at zero, companies just keep issuing debt, particularly companies who are throwing off you know, healthy amounts of, of cash flow. 
So they just keep taking on debt. Some of that debt goes to fund M&A activity, but a lot of it goes to fund buybacks. So if these companies can't figure out what products to invest in, or if they can't put together an M&A program, which many companies aren't good at, despite what they may tell you, they don't view M&A strategically, in light of, or rather in lieu of a strategic M&A program or a long-term approach to R&D, they buy back stock to goose options value. You know, so many companies, particularly in the technology world, they issue straight options, they'll issue restricted stock units, RSUs, they'll issue performance stock units, PSUs, and you can goose the value of all those derivative securities by repurchasing the stock, which by the way, also goes into the compensation equation. So it's a double whammy. Not only do you get the boost in the options value, but your cash compensation as an executive will often go up because stock price performance is baked into the, the compensation equation. And you can just look at the 14A filings if you have a question about a particular company and you, you, you'll see the, the full compensation equation. So that's what's going on. So that's another reason why I don't like the Fed having interest rates so darn low because it, it creates this behavior in corporate America, particularly on the technology side where you'd love to see these companies pursuing long-term growth. And then, you know, the, the sort of the, the final leg on the stool is with CEO tenure less than five years, of course, they're going to pursue short-term interests i.e. goose the value of their options package versus make investments that are going to pay dividends 10, 20, 30 years out. CEOs just don't take that long-term view anymore. That's all for now. See you next time.